We're talking all about our hopes and dreams, happiness, anxiety, and self-esteem. And how a 90s sitcom might be more than what it seems. It's Friends Talk Frasier. And Feelings. Hello, and welcome back to the Friends Talk Frasier and Feelings podcast. Uh, We're so happy to be here with you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, And we could not be more excited oh about the guest we have with us today. I'm so uh, happy. <laughs> let me just very quickly throw out a thank you to Tim Blaine for our beautiful theme song. Uh, thank, and you rem- <laughs> thank you, Timmy. Thank you, Timmy. And remind our <laughs> listeners that this is our mental health appreciation podcast uh, where we filter our discussions through the 90s sitcom Frasier, but you knew that. What you don't know is that we are joined today by... I mean, truly like a juggernaut of talent. If, oh, but also, my. if you're not, if you don't have the video, you blew oh, it. If you she looks so beautiful yeah. right now. It's if upsetting. you don't have the video, you might consider upping your tier <laughs> for this episode. Uh, 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 and, and so much more. We are joined by actor, producer, comedian, uh, I want to say director, uh, uh, and then uh, I mean, maybe most importantly, except for none of them are more important than the other, but fellow podcast host of How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident podcast, oh. we are joined by Rebecca Lee Robertson. Hi. Yay. Hi, 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 hi. So Thank you so much here. for being here. Totally. We're so happy to have you here. One, I, I really have always been impressed with you because I feel like you've always done so many things. Also, you ran a show at UCB for a million years too. Yes, you did. And you're just, yeah, you're just one of those like multi-hyphenates that I'm always like, oh yeah, she does this too. She does this. And I think it's awesome. And we can even talk about if we want to. I hadn't figured this out yet, but it's cool to hear what's it like doing a podcast, another female podcaster in the world of like kind of talking about, I mean- mental health yeah, a little bit, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of these, oh, I'm so bashful. The, uh, those were so <laughs> nice. The, all of those accolades and and titles. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Uh, so deserved. And actually, Rebecca, in so this deserved. moment, do, now, are you, uh, Rebecca Lee Robertson, Rebecca Lee? So I dropped the Robertson. I oh. dropped it. Just Rebecca Lee. I had Gorgeous. a moment of feeling like, if we're talking mental health, that I needed to have my own thing. And I have a lot of baggage with that last name and like my family dynamics. Uh And Um. one day I said, I want to separate myself and I don't want that. uh, I don't want that anymore. I want my own thing. So so I dropped it and uh, it feels great. Oh Oh my God, I love this. How long? How long has it been? Oh gosh. Within the past six months, nine months, definitely oh, so within the past year. this is fairly new. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is new. Oh, new, I'm new, new. so excited. Yeah. I also changed my name. You did? But I still have a legal, I my, I have a different legal name. Yes. So my, and it, you know, it's a stage name, but sure. I had so much weirdness, not with my family, but like really with my religion or like being seen as like this overly Jewish girl because my name is so Jewish. My real name is Talia Steinberg. Uh And so I love, like, I, I, I am Jewish. I I love being Jewish. And I just had all of these acting teachers be like, you gotta change your name. Really? Anyway, but I went through this whole thing of like, what should I change my name to? Did you have that? Did you want to like change a 
like yeah, find a, a different thing? Or? Well, is your is your last name? Do you just picked it randomly, or is there? No, it's my grandmother's maiden name. Great. So okay. I did just like kind of pick something that was. It's like my dad's middle name and my grandmother's maiden yeah. name, and so it. But I was like, should I name it? Should I be like Talia Bryant, which is the street I grew up on? Like I went through all the things. Yeah, I. I didn't really. I mean, I thought about my mom's maiden name and mm-hmm. and it's uh it's great, but I really just wanted to do me, you know? I didn't really want I I'm very very close with my mother. It's like the other side that I, it's the other <laughs> side that Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's a little bit like that. <laughs> uh, but but you know, I re- the the main thing was I just wanted to stand in my own, and so yeah. Lee was my middle name, now last name. Um, uh, but yeah, so I just I just it feels more like I got to choose it. Names are so weird, you know, like they're given to you and you like take them. And then I got married recently, and then it, there that was a whole conversation. Mm. Am I going to take Casey's last name? Oh my god, yeah. Uh, I didn't. Uh, had a had a big convo about it, but ultimately I just wanted. I'm I'm ready to like stand in my own if that makes sense. It makes total uh, sense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's also so impressive. I I count myself in this category. I feel like there's so many places in life where I'm just like I just don't think about stuff. Yeah. Uh, where like I really you it, I love that to even have the thought of like I want to stand on my own and not just be kind of like well, I have a name I guess I'll just go along with it whatever you know. Well, uh, I did that for most of my life, and then I was like no more. <laughs> then, then some trauma some trauma occurred, and I was like you know what I'm gonna not deal with that and gonna stand on my own. So it definitely took going through shit to be able to like change my perspective if if that makes sense yeah of course makes sense absolutely uh see this is what i'm talking about uh listeners we're like six minutes in and we have already talked about so much right we're so lucky i know podcast i mean i just podcasts are great you guys they're great they're great so great um Um, go ahead yes my love Jinx. What were you going to say? No, I was just Jinx. going to say for, for our little recap portion here, Rebecca, may mm-hmm. I ask you, what is your relationship to Frasier? <laughs> Such a good question. This is the first full episode I've ever watched. Wow. 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 So fun. It's we're so honored. Fun. I, so, we're so honored that you watched that. Oh, man, us. I did. So like, I, I know, you know, obviously know about Frasier from the zeitgeist to the pop culture. Right. I've seen clips. I know some things about characters, but I, I yeah. never had watched like a full episode until this episode. So, yeah. Wow. Big, big deal. Wow. Big deal. Huge deal. <laughs> Okay. Well, on that note, you guys, I'm going to dive into the recap. (laughs) Feel free to tell me to speed it up. (laughs) We're not going to tell you to speed it up. I made a lot of notes, but but I was like, how is half my page filled? And I'm only six minutes into the episode. So we're going to shorten it. We're not going to take 22 minutes to talk about a 22 minute episode. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But I will. And I'm going to say, you tell me if you disagree with this, Rebecca, we can interject if we want. Yes, Great. I do and agree with comments. that. We've been doing Great. that a little bit lately. I like that. I like uh, that. If listeners, you're listening and you don't like that, let's do an Instagram poll. Uh, remember yeah, follow oh, that's us on right. Instagram. Yeah, we're going to pull. Yeah. We're going to pull. We're going to pull. Okay, you guys, I'm going to do this as fast as I can. Um, recap, episode 19, give him the chair. <laughs> Is that right? That's right. No, that's no, right. I think that's right. I think that's right. <laughs> I was right. like, oh shit, I already <laughs> fucked it up. No, okay. it's just a play on a scary phrase. 
Love it. Okay, so we open up as always, not as always, but a lot of the time in the radio booth. Frazier is on the air. Somebody calls. They want to ask out Roz instead of really talking to him. Ha, ha, ha. It's so fun. She gets asked out. Doesn't really have anything to do with anything. Okay, so we cut back to Elliott Bay Towers where Frazier lives. Niles comes in. He says he wants to keep his necklace at Frazier's house because, oh, sorry, a necklace that he bought for Maris for her birthday. This whole funny, like, necklace comedy of errors farce thing happens where the necklace falls down Daphne's shirt. Frazier comes in. Also doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but we love Niles and Daphne so much. Okay, so then dad comes back and he has duct tape for his chair. We've been talking about this, this fucking chair. It is like the thorn in Frazier's side and Martin loves it so much. Well, Frazier is like hemming and hawing and Martin goes away and Niles is like, why don't you just get rid of that chair? And they kind of go and like talk themselves into this like justification that it's actually doing Martin good if Frazier gets him a new chair. So Frazier and Niles go to, I don't know what kind of store this would be called, like a living spaces. What do you guys think? I was going to say, like, let's equate it to a living spaces. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. But in the 90s. Living spaces in the 90s, there are so baffled by this place because it is not high-end. It is not designer. There are no Eames in sight. Mm. They find this chair though that is close enough to their vibe and it vibrates and it massages. (laughs) And we see a lot of, we hear a lot of moaning and enjoyment and a lot of pleasure noises from Niles and Fraser. They agree to get it. Great. We got to uh, Elliott Bay Touch to the towers. And we meet a character, which Victoria, I don't know if this guy's going to come back, but I have a feeling he will. Leo? Leo? Does Leo come back? I actually can't answer that. <laughs> uh, oh, he feels like such a reoccurring character. He does. Like the right. maintenance guy. Wait, at the- that's the first time we saw him? And this yes. is the first time we saw oh, Leo. Oh, it seemed to me like he had been there before. Did he, he come in like a regular? Yeah. yeah, like he's definitely coming back. I thought he was already established as a character. 100. That's how it felt. Yeah. Him it coming in. That way. I hope he didn't like do something shitty on set and then they write him off immediately no. after that first one because it feels like he was hired to be a reoccurring. Right. That's all I'm saying. Well, like a Gunther uh, or something. Uh, I mean, as you know, I'm, I've am i only watched the first season maybe once. So I that's just true. don't oh, know okay. if he comes back. Okay, that's fair. We're all learning together. We're all yeah. learning together. So- fair. Frazier gets the, um, he gets the chair set up. Leo sets it up. Dad comes home and he's like, dad, I got you this chair. I did this nice thing for you. And Martin's like, thanks. I really appreciate it. I don't want to get my chair back. And Leo, uh, and they, Frazier thought he told Leo to put it in the storage. It's not in storage. Leo put it in the dumpster and somebody took it. Oh my God. Martin's like, how dare you? This is so messed up. Is this when they have their big fight? Yeah. Yeah. They have a big old fight. One of their classic Frazier Martin fights. Classic. But Martin explains his whole shtick about how there's so much nostalgia in it and it's very meaningful to him. And then he's like, you don't get it, whatever. Frazier, the next day or something, gets on the radio and just pours his heart out to Seattle and is like, find my dad's chair. Somebody eventually calls in after people call and prank him, but then somebody calls in for real. And we get to my favorite part of the episode, the junior high school play that Frazier like wanders into a theater where they have taken the chair and they're using it as a set for 10 Little Indians, which 
is an, I believe, an Agatha Christie mystery. It, it is. And I think that even since then, the title has been changed to. It has and been there changed. there were none. Because I think it was even changed before that. I agree. Because it was a horrible word. Yeah, it, 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 it was offensive the whole time. Even before it was already yeah. offensive in uh, this. So anyway, we meet this theater teacher who's uh, trying to keep together just a falling apart show. And Frazier's like, I need my chair. She's like, no way. I'm at the end of my rope. I want to kill myself. And uh, then the lead gets sick. And guess what? Frazier knows all the lines because he did this (laughs) show when he was younger. And she gets him to agree to do the show so that that he can get the chair back. Anyway, it's so absurd and it's so wild. And then that's the episode and he gets the chair back. Okay. And we, hey, we have a, a Brittany, Murphy, Br- Brittany Murphy cameo. I, mean, I, what, I wrote Brittany Murphy, we, underline, underline, exclamation point, exclamation point. Did how did we line. know that like the, our, uh, our princess die was going to be in this episode? Uh, it was, it was so startling to see it her. Was, it was. But also just like, what a powerhouse. This she must have just been like- cams. She was just looking- Just before Clueless, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, she looked like Clueless. She, she looked, looked like, like Clueless. she came out of Clueless, yeah. Yeah. It was Well, great. I really appreciate you guys uh, going through that recap with me. Yeah. What did we think of this episode? Okay, so Rebecca, as somebody just coming in- Yes. Yeah. Funny? Relatable? Too dated? Hated what do we think? I have, a lot, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Okay. I, okay. You know, the part that- pulled me in was yeah. the fight between Frazier and his dad. What's his dad's name? Martin. 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 Can we, Martin's a wonder, I don't know that actor's name. Obviously he's in everything, but like, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. John Mahoney? Is that the right. dad's name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What a fucking great actor. Like, he's such a good actor. Just like uncomfortably good. Like, what are you doing on this show as uh, the older dad? Get back like, on the stage. Get on guy. the stage. Like, he crushed this episode. And, you know, I got upset at Frasier for throwing such a fit on throwing stuff on the chair. And like, that was very like, just really rude. It was, it went from zero to a hundred really quick. And I was like, what? Yeah. This guy, he has some anger problems. If this is what we're working on, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, and then the dad said his speech and it like broke my heart. He's such know. a good actor. But that, up until that point, I was like, mm, mm. that's how I felt about the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that, you- that happened and I was like, oh, okay, I'm invested. And then how did you feel like Frasier won you back at the end by being in the play to like do all of that to get the chair back or no? Not really. Mm-hmm. I I, mm-hmm. I felt like this episode, and I, I think, you know, I don't have a lot to compare, anything to compare right. to. Right, so, uh, that's fair. So I don't know if like all episodes, but there was some like, and obviously his, his character's from Cheers, no? He, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, there's some issues with like wives being shrewd and like, went like not his wife the other character's wife but also Maris? i think his wife and yes maris but i think his yeah. wife and cheers lilith was also that yes was also yeah. played that type of vibe. oh yeah and so i was just sort of like huh okay i don't know how i feel about how we're writing women in this episode i don't know how i feel about it that's how mm-hmm. i felt up until that point totally i don't know I if you, either of you relate to that feeling at all in this episode or if it was like more I th- more in fun you know what i mean Go ahead, Tom. I, I think that that is a Frasier thing. 
Mm. I think that like Niles and Frazier had these kind of like quote, and I think they, they would be like characterized as like frigid uh, bitches almost mm-hmm. like for lack of a better word, like, Oh, Victoria, do you like that? No, no, no. Keep going. Oh. But I just, I don't think they're nice. And then I think the women that are in the show, like Daphne and Roz are like the best. Daphne is like this clairvoyant, uh, sassy Northern Londoner or something. Is that right? Well, Victoria? England, yeah. Or England. And then Roz is this like very sex positive, uh, kind of like independent woman who doesn't let Fraser get away with anything. So, um, but I don't know how much you really saw in that episode. So yes, I understand like having these, I, I, I know why you would come at it from that or like get those kind of vibes from it. Yeah. Cause it was like Daphne, the first thing that we see is like, it's like a, a bit about a necklace falling down into her titties. So I'm just immediately, yeah. I'm already like, what's this I about my eye on you? What's, yeah, yeah, what do yeah. we do? And this is the first real interaction we have with a woman and you're putting shit down her shirt. <laughs> I used to be like, do any women write on this show? I don't do think they, they do. They no. do. They do. You guys, they do. How do you know that? that? It says produced by Maggie, whatever, whatever. At the beginning, I'll like go back and But that's and different look. than being in the writer's room, right? No, no, no. The writers are the producers. So like in the writer's room, you'll have like a staff writer, but then you'll like move up to a different, like higher level. And then you're called a producer, like a story editor. And then you're a co-producer and then an executive or like a co-executive producer. Like, um, so that's how they're titled. Okay. Mm. Well, I do think we've talked about before, Rebecca. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was just going to say, we've talked before about how it does feel very nineties, very like an all white male writer's room. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe there are some women in there. They're still working under the parameters of a 90s writer's room. Yes, Um, agreed. uh, And I mean, I do think, me personally, I do love the characters of Daphne and Roz. uh, But they do definitely take abuse on the show. Uh, Now, I would, I don't necessarily, I don't think this makes it okay, but like, we are meant to think Niles and Frazier are wrong, but they're right. also the the leads of the show, you know? A- and I also thought in this episode, because I'm a big Niles fan, uh, it's funny to me to go back and see just how like creepy his Daphne fixation is because he's fully looking down her shirt. And uh, says, thank you. When she says, do you see it? Or oh, like, yeah. And he's like, uh, I do, or both of them or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but um, it is, it is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maris, I, I, is, Maris, I don't know. Maris is Talia's favorite character. Do we, so we, we see her. We never meet her. Oh, we don't. They just her. talk shit about her every episode. Like, I don't yeah, love tell it. us. Don't tell love us. that. I don't love it. That's I get fair. it. I get it, but mm-hmm. I don't love it. <laughs> I love hearing this opinion because mm-hmm. you know what? It wakes me up to being like, God, I let people do what? like it makes me think about stuff and be like, wow, I let people get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. And I'm just and I laugh about it. Do you guys ever never mind? I'm not gonna go down that road. I was going to uh, go down, a, a, I was going to go down like a bigger me too thing that I, I didn't, I, I'm in the wrong with. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know if it like is going to get us like too off track. I was just going to say there were certain things that I was like, well, yeah, but that's just like being in the industry, right? Like, mm. or, and everybody's yeah. like, no, you don't have, that's not part of being in the industry. And I was like, right. no, we need to stop complaining. Like we're lucky to be here. And then everybody's like, no, what? And so I had to wake up a little bit to it. So I think sometimes I have this vision of like, Daphne's playing the dumb one because like she's the dumb lady mm-hmm. and that's her character as opposed mm-hmm. to she doesn't have to be the like I don't know like the tool for Niles to get his comedy joke like she can right. have her own comedy like she was kind of like a set piece in right. that whole part and I get that right right yeah totally and like and then god sorry I can't remember the wife's name what's the wife's name again that we don't see Maris yeah Maris. I'm just like, I don't know. Are we poking fun at Maris here? Or are we poking fun at Niles here? And it felt to me like we were poking fun at Maris. So then I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this is any better uh, because this is just using a woman as a device for a male character. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think it is often intended to be a way to make fun of Niles. Yeah. Uh, But I think it's absolutely true. Like even just the choice, see, okay, I'll say this for the record. The device of Maris, I think is a very funny one. I think it gets a lot of good comedic mileage on the show. Uh, And uh, they like, (laughs) but, but. Uh, the truth of it is, is she never gets to defend herself. She's a fictional right, character right. or whatever. But she, we do never see this. We never get to deal with this woman. Uh, and she never gets to be like a character in her own right. Um, Which I think is why they take so many shots at her, right? right? We never see her. She's not a real person to us kind of vibes. Right. But I agree that like in our enjoyment of it, it is worth remembering like, oh, why do we love this punching bag? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's worth thinking about. I think so too. I'm just like, I don't know. It felt, those felt, yes, there's mileage to it, but I'm like, that might've been an easy grab, right? Like we maybe could have thought a little bit more on how we, as in us three who are in the writer's room, uh, we are not, but uh, (laughs) like there could have been a, I don't know. It just felt like an easy joke, but Mm -hmm. it sounds like it's a running bit throughout the whole series. Oh, it's a bit. It's a running. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love hearing this perspective. My eyes are opened. Um, what did you guys think about? Did you guys do um, high school or like ju- junior uh, middle school theater? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really, okay, oh, good. So we're in oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're in the right company here. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. love this kind of shit. I was like, to see a little middle school theater and how it's all falling apart, I just ate it up. Oh, I love that part. And the instructor or the the drama teacher, great. She did, wasn't great. she great? She was great. wonderful. Such a good comedic performance. Yes, I completely agree. She had she had the only line that made me laugh out. I don't usually laugh out loud yeah. much. Um but she had the one line that made me audibly laugh, which was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she was like, and then I'm going to go kill myself or some version of that. <laughs> I'm going to well, take my was, own life or something. Yeah. yeah. Take my own life. It was some version of that. And I like laughed out loud and I was like, she's, she's, hey, hi, she's good. They took she her did there. that. She did that great. Like, um, two-faced, like, uh, what is it? The reversals. She was like the right. queen of reversals. Right. Totally. 
Totally. Um, the casting director of this is the casting director of Modern Family. Oh, got it. Got and it. I like to think that this guy, even though he's very intimidating and scary, really knows his shit. I think the oh, yeah. guest stars, like even that Leo guy, just no, coming yeah. in in the most perfect way. Yeah. I thought Leo was so good also. I thought he was hitting his jokes. Uh, I mean, he's again, like a very 90s trope character of like yes. this grunge oh, burnout guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, he also really hit for me. Yeah. Maybe I have a weird thing with the two lead, like, because I thought everybody shined to me except Niles and Frazier. Like, mm -hmm. I thought what the Racine's Roz was in, Chef's Kiss. I thought Daphne, uh, the teach, the drama teacher, the handyman, yeah. the dad, like all of those. I was like, oh, but then, but I guess maybe that's the what they want the audience to feel. They want the audience to be like a little cringe, cringe with the yeah. two leads because they're like I, uppity. I always feel cringe, cringe with Frasier. I'm always like, really, sir? But then they try to bring him down a notch. I don't think they brought him down as much in this one because I a little bit felt like he wanted to be the lead of that middle school play. Right. Oh, for sure. So right. there's a part of You're him You're not really giving like, up too much to get this catch back, sir. No. He somehow yeah. knew which kid was playing that part and he poisoned his food. <laughs> like Totally, <before>. totally. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was but I guess that's what the the writers want how how they want us to feel toward like how do you think the writers want us to feel towards Frasier and Niles? I think uh and I think this very interesting bringing people in, especially those who don't watch Frasier. And so like one episode will be their one glimpse. Cause I yeah. think, I think you are like in a common place of, I didn't really like those two characters. Um, and so I do think it's a, uh, I think they want you to feel like, Oh, this person's trying. Oh, like right. I, I, I'm loving mm -hmm. them in spite of myself as right. we go along. Yes. Uh, which again, we could argue the merits of that. Why do we need <laughs> to convince ourselves that we love these people? Right, um, right, right. But they definitely both have many redeeming arcs, moments, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Talia, what do you think? Well, I just, I feel like this is kind of how I started the beginning of this podcast of being like, don't love Frasier. Yeah. I don't really get it. I like everybody else, except I do like Niles because um, I think Frasier is like borderline where he has moments of like really trying to be um, a, a good, strong, like ethical, moral person. And I think Niles doesn't have that. I think Niles, like Niles is just fully in the snob he's, camp. He's a snob mm. to the max and he doesn't want to stop being a snob. He doesn't want to like learn or expand or get better. Mm. And I think characters like that are really funny. Yeah. See, I think I also would need to see more than one episode to know that because of that's course. one thing that I like thought of. I actually watched this episode with Casey because he was like, I'm intrigued. I've never seen a full episode of Frasier either. Whoa. So we both oh my watched God. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so Niles in this episode, Niles and Frazier seems the exact same to me. Like I was mm. like, I was like, why do we have yes. two of the same characters? Like, Agreed. what are we? A great question. You know, that's but that's what I got from this episode was like, oh, they're so similar. But it sounds like they are different. I just haven't experienced it in future episodes or whatever. Previous episodes. 
I think that what Talia mm-hmm. has brought to my attention as a first time watcher is that when Niles is there, Frazier gets to be the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas otherwise, everyone else is kind of the voice of reason to Frazier. Right. But I think in this episode, in uh, Niles took Frazier like on a journey with him. Like I think Frazier was like, I can't get, I can't get rid of Dad's chair. This is his special thing. Yada yada. And Niles was like, No, no, no. I'm going to twist this around into my mentality, which is that mm-hmm. it's really I'm helping you, but I'm helping myself. And I, I kind of felt like Frazier was more of a Niles in this. Yeah. Mm. Beginning half of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Can we talk to- about people's reactions to this chair? Oh my God. That was this another is- thing that I was like, we, this is a sexual episode. We, it was sexual. sexual. And I was a little bit like, I don't know if I want to see these people writhing around in the chair like this. <laughs> uh, it was a lot. It they was a lot. for it. I love Daphne's line when she got up and she's like, of course, you know, like take care of yourself, have your own pleasure. And then just don't care about me afterwards. Yeah. I laughed out loud for that one. I, uh, I felt, un- I felt like it was a little funny to see Niles do it. I was uncomfortable when Frazier was doing it. And I thought it was funny when Daphne did it. Yeah. I feel the same. And then the dad does it and he's like, this is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I thought Loved it was an it. okay payoff. Loved it. Yeah, I was in Was it. fine with that. Was fine Because I was also like, Martin, please do not ride around on this chair. Right. <laughs> and he didn't. Although, John Maloney's hot. We've talked about it before. Yeah, we always talk about it. Oh, really? Uh, we, yeah. We, yeah. We really feel like the dad is, I think is it, the dad is, is, it, is the hottest. Is it like the, like, because... From what I got from this episode was he's like he's like the the man's man, more masculine, beer mm-hmm. drinking, and the sons are like little sassy, uh, yeah, like intellectuals. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it that that makes you think he's hot? Like the macho? Oh, I think aesthetically, like he is just a oh, handsome man. Uh, yeah, oh, aesthetic. Oh, we're gonna go with aesthetics. Okay. Right. Great. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that he is a handsome man, and then also I think he's talented, which I think is very, is very yeah. That just that'll throw you over the edge. You know. know. Yeah. 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 That'll You're really so right over the And edge. also, probably if I ever had been on set watching the actual filming of this, I would have been like all three hottest people I've ever seen. You I know, mean, like, I, I yeah. No, well, not Frazier, but Niles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, and then I go, I, I'm like, what part of, what, clearly we're all have an ick factor about Frasier and Niles because we were like, we liked watching everybody else in the massage chair except for these two. So maybe the writers are just doing a good job at making us be like ki- kind of taken yeah. aback by those characters. Yeah, yeah, there's something to that. Part of it with Niles is that he's like in this big bulky suit in this chair in a public showroom and he's like what I don't know it was just too much uh so and also their acting was so over the top with the it was like so multicam yeah yeah in those scenes yeah um I I don't know I feel like this is a perfect segue into seeing Rebecca we're gonna ask you a sexual question not a sexual question but like okay kill fuck Mary (laughs) I know close kind of it can be as sexual as you want what did you just call it Talia oh kill fuck Mary that sounds right is that right 
What do we call it? I always it? say fuck Mary Kill, but maybe Yeah, oh. you no, you're right. I just I, I don't have dyslexia, but want. I have like a smidge of it with certain things like that. Well, I'm sorry. No, I, I just put it, it out. You put it in order of importance? Yes. Kill, fuck Mary, Thank is that what you Well, and also just like a timeline. <laughs> like you're more likely to do this thing first, then this right. thing second, and then I this really thing wanted to go in chronological through. order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you can choose any of the characters in this episode. You can throw Leo in. You can throw in the the theater <gasps> teacher. Oh, yeah. okay. This is going to be could hard. throw in if you wanted to be crazy, that guy selling on the chairs. Ooh, that is that would be crazy. That would, he did that have would an be, attitude. He did have an attitude about him. A little sass. Okay. Are we all going to do this or just me? Well, we well, see him every you week. Do it. Yeah, we that's not as fun. Okay, no, but kill. I'll make comments about it. Great. Don't worry. Great. Uh, kill Frazier. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what what is it. Like, I clearly have some sort of issue with Frazier. No, I um, get it. I get it. I don't it, know what it is. It's hard to and get then, on board with. You're, you, you know what? You and Casey are going to sit down. You're going to find another episode where he's playing more of like the voice of reason. And then you're going to, mm-hmm. and then you're going to get a little bit more of his character in the context okay. of it. Okay. You won't be so right like, now, turned off. And then I go, well, what portion of it is me putting what I know about Kelsey Grammer? That was, that was going to be my question. Oh, uh, good question. I don't a, know a ton, but I know enough, enough. I think. Yeah. To go, mm-mm-mm. I don't think mm-mm. so, but but I don't know. I don't know enough. And all I know is like tabloid headlines, which are probably not true anyway. So, um, well, I don't know. Tabloids is he, is are he pro- here. They maybe are. Is he problematic? Probably. Like, do we know? Well, what do we think of him? I've heard so many stories. Um, I think... I think he might just be a little bit of a womanizer. Like he might just like pretty young women. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's all that I really know is maybe there just seems like an age disparity, which is a common occurrence uh, in this industry. Yeah. So, but I don't think there's been anything that's like really, uh, I don't, I haven't heard about anything like inappropriate. Right, 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 right. I think people are allowed to sleep with whoever they want to sleep with and- I'm assuming it's consensual and all the good things. You know, I don't right, think there's right, right. been any other things like that. Good. Okay. I'm still going to keep Kill Frazier, though. Um, yeah, for sure. Until I, I watch another fine. episode where he can yeah. redeem himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd always kill him. Fu- fucking Mary. Okay. Mary, 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 and fuck. Okay. Mary. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that could be fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I don't want to leave the drama teacher out of this because, like, I feel like... She like, was so she would be really fun to marry, I think. I I, I really see that. Like me like, too. Give this woman the support and affirmation and just yes, make her feel seen. Yes. I think it would be fun. Like she's yes. in the arts. She works with kids. She is funny. She has she's a, a great sense. Yeah, she's a great sense of humor. She stands up to her for herself and what she yes. wants, like the mm-hmm. chair, you know. She's a problem solver. Someone got sick. She pulled in a freight. Like, you know, I just yes. feel like she would be a great partner in marriage. I love that. Agreed. So I'm going to do the drama teacher for marriage. And then I gotta, I gotta fuck Roz, I think. Ugh. Of course. I mean, probably 
It was either Roz the or Daphne. The best lay on the show. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I think I'm going to go with Roz. Mm-hmm. I feel I so like good about put this. me in line to where I don't think Daphne could. Like, I feel like Daphne would let me do whatever. And like, yes. would, she would say like, yes to everything. Whereas like, I need someone who's going to like, be a little more dominant than me, which is hard because I'm already such a dominant personality. Uh, but I think Roz could do it. I think Roz is your match. Yeah, I think so too. So that's, ooh. Mm. This is so fun. Mm, I, I'm obsessed. I know it's a very simple game, but it's maybe some of my favorite parts of the show. It may be it's simple, but it communicates a lot. It does. It really yeah. does. Given what we just talked, like that says a lot about how I feel probably about men in general. <laughs> at this time uh, Ross had a good episode. Chose, yeah. Just chose the man to kill. And then yes. I got two beautiful women to yes. love and, and marry. I think yes. you were smart. I think so too. I think you will have a happy life. (laughs) I think so too. This feels really good. I'm really excited for me. So excited for you. (laughs) Uh, Well, Victoria, I feel like this is that. I feel like we should move on. I think you're right. I want to ask you all about your your life. (laughs) (laughs) I could do this podcast for hours. It's been. It's we've already been rolling for like what 50 minutes now, and it feels like getting up close to 40. 40 minutes. Okay. It feels 40. like it's been five. Well, for everybody who's done with this episode right now, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Check out Rebecca's podcast. How the fuck did you get so confident? That's how I like to say it. Is that too, is that, what do you think about that delivery? I loved it. That was perfect. That's how I read it in my like head. Like you found someone on the street and you're like, how did you become how this way? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So. Okay, great. You nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you. It's on, and it's on all the platforms. It's on it's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Stitcher. Oh, Bonus yes. episodes on Patreon. Holy yes. shit. Go support Have her on it. Patreon. Please. Patreon.com yes. slash how the fuck. Oh, I love that as the short version. I love that. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and supporting Friends Talk Frasier and Feelings. If you'd like to call in and leave us a question or a message for us to play Ooh. on the air, that number is 323-577-9044. You guys. You guys. We're doing it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. We love you. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.